0: Well, what am I hearing now, Scott Ritchie? Terrence Shannon coming back and Coleman Hawkins leaving? I thought you had it the other way around. For a while I did, but their
1: situations this year just make it seem like the, the opposite could be true. Or they both could come back. Or they both could leave. It's May. Anything could happen, and the fans just have to be patient.
0: All right, that's Scott Ritchie, our basketball beat writer. He will uh, go into what he's hearing latest about the NBA draft. He'll talk portal. He'll talk recruiting. He's got plenty on his plate this week's Inside Illini Basketball Podcast. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. Uh, Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome back to Inside Illini Basketball, our weekly podcast. That's with Scott Ritchie, who seems pleasant today, happy even. Why is that, Scott?
1: I don't know. It's outside of character. It's Monday. Okay. Should be grumpy,
0: but I'm not. All right. Maybe it's the Big Ten softball tournament coming to town over at Eichelberger Field. Great to hear from Shorty last week. Yeah. Illinois just barely made it in. Well, yeah, you had to. You're hosting,
1: <laughs> and they didn't have to because in the top twelve in the conference standings, and got swept by Maryland this weekend, and finished a half game,
0: perfect ahead of thirteenth place. That's all you got to do now. All- you, now <laughs> it's the the beauty of the Big Ten softball tournament. It's single elimination. All you got to do is catch fire. Okay. Yeah, and then you win it all. Get to go to the NCAA tournament. Well, that's the only way they're going to make it. So. Okay. Maybe it's uh, Big Ten baseball that's got Scott Ritchie in a good mood. Uh, Dan Hartlip's team sweeping Sparty over the weekend. Dangers galore.
1: Lots Wins. of home runs. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Um. Again, in a precarious position. Um. Currently in ninth place in yeah. the Big Ten. Eight teams make it to Omaha. Um. But they're not out of it. Okay. One more Big Ten series to play. And... Uh, Kind of a big one. Against, maybe it's against Rutgers.
0: Maybe maybe it's golf. Well, there's I your favorite school. Rutgers. I think it's against Rutgers. I had Jeez, O oh, Pete, I'll I'm Jim show. Rosso, Vice President of News at the News Gazette, Basketball Beat Writer back in the day when, when Hunter Dixon's new coach was doing big things here at Illinois. Remember that, Scott? What we talked about this. You were like third grade.
1: No, I was in high school. Okay just barely in high school. But I was in high school Okay, that season. I think, so eighth grade, freshman that's year. That's Bill
0: Self. He had it going on here at Illinois, still doing good things at Kansas. Uh, Rich, you will be here for the next half hour or so. Ed Bonds, our executive producer. Ed, you're going to do Disney World, did I hear, on the radio today? Yep.
1: I will go to Disney World, yes. yes. Okay,
0: Ed will be our correspondent down in uh, Florida. Maybe there's some portal news down there. Maybe some po- portal players that... Could, I mean... They're running out of time
1: to enter the portal. Uh the okay. deadline is to
0: enter the portal, you're telling me. People can still enter the portal? Yeah, they've got like three oh, more days.
1: Come on. Then you have to enter by that it's a sixty day window from the Monday after selection Sunday to I think Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. Um like you have to enter by then to be eligible to play next season. Otherwise, yeah, if you go in I've,
0: after that, then you got to sit out. Whatever. Whatever. All right. I, uh, happened to pick up my, uh, Sunday edition of the News Gazette, the print edition, mind you. And much to my surprise, after weeks of begging, of cajoling, of even slipping cans of Bush Light underneath Richie's doorstep. See, that probably would have got the job done. It's a boy. Illinois. Finally. I get my Big Ten Power Pull. And you yeah. know what? It's wrong. <laughs> See All this waiting and it's wrong.
1: I mean, I, I did it against my will because I knew that today's podcast would be it'd be all about how wrong I was.
0: The, you know what? Uh, I'll go over it. And uh, I think we owe our listeners uh, the list because, we, again, we've been clamoring for it.
1: But, uh, hmm,
0: I don't know about this wee stuff. Since Andy Katz came out a couple weeks ago. With his top and said, why not you, Richie? And you balked. I did. You balked. I and then this, off. and then this is what you come up with.
1: And you wonder why I was hesitant to do it.
0: All right. You got number one right.
1: Well, that, there's zero question about Michigan that. State,
0: but then the other 13 are all
1: screwed up. I gotta <laughs> tell you. That's right. a, a pretty impressive to get 13 out of 14 wrong.
0: And you did it. <laughs> We'll go over that list in today's podcast. We'll go over his uh, uh, Way Too Early Top 25, which he also updated. If you're a print subscriber, and I hope you are, man, you got to pick up Sundays. Uh, Just don't throw away the Sunday edition because Scott Ritchie has three full pages of college basketball news. I think that's right. Three. All right. There isn't another paper in the land, in this great land of ours, that has this kind of devotion to college basketball in May, nonetheless. And. Elsewhere in the paper was uh, three pages on women's college basketball from Joe Vaselli. I was in my glory. I never got out of my pajamas, Ed Bond. Ed didn't read it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> by the stunned look on his face. He missed the edition. Anyway, well, there's it's plenty online of copies too. Right. available. There's copies and there's uh, cheap uh, online subscriptions as well. Great stuff is what I'm trying to say, despite your misinformation. It's despite how
1: wrong I, I, I was. So
0: I guess that's. Thank you. I don't know. Okay. Uh, didn't shed much new light on the Illinois situation. Uh, writing that Terrence Shannon is still determining his next step. What do you think? Anything new?
1: Nothing new, other than he now has 23 days to make it up his mind. Coleman Hawkins the same. Um, but it's interesting that I think my thought process is flipped on this a little bit because I sort of always assumed Terrence Shannon would just be at Illinois for a single season um, regardless, regardless of the circumstance but and in, in that like Coleman Hawkins would go through the draft process because it's dumb not to but he'd come back because I think the 2024 draft is a little thinner maybe has a real chance to maybe jump up into the the back end of the first round I don't know that the situation might not be flipped now, that Terrence Shannon might be more likely to return than Coleman Hawkins. Why not both? Well, I think both is on the table. Obviously, both is on the table. But I I think a lot will come down to the Combine, which is coming up um, later this month in Chicago. And I think that's where Coleman Hawkins could really make – a name for himself. Like, if he makes shots in front of NBA front office personnel, it could go a long way to maybe quieting the questions like, well, he didn't make a ton of threes. He's at a high percentage in three seasons at Illinois because he just has everything else that the NBA wants. He's six ten, six eleven, 6'11, can pass it, um, good defender, long, athletic, just fits the NBA and like Terrence Shannon is a really good basketball player but at this point like he is what he is and probably will be Like I think he'll be drafted if he stays in I think he goes in the second round and just all depends on if he gets one of those guaranteed deals that you know 10 to 12 second rounders get or if it's a two way deal and if it's a two way deal he'd probably make more money here and just depends on what he wants. Kofi Coburn could have made a ton of money here. Probably more than he makes in Japan, I don't know. Maybe. But he just didn't want to be in college anymore, and I get
0: that. But, yeah, he's not going. He's not taking any classes in, in Japan. I mean, maybe maybe one. Maybe no one's taking classes. Maybe learning
1: how to speak Japanese. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, it's but I think there's a reason for both to come back. There's a reason for Neither to come back. And only just has to wait to see what they're going to decide.
0: Great stuff in your Sunday News Gazette. All available at newsgazette.com right now. Take a gander. Um, You say the Big Ten could have as many as five first-round draft picks. You're wrong. Okay. Bryce Sensenbaugh, I guess. Jet Howard, I guess. None of these guys are any good is the problem. Kobe Bufkin. What?
1: Yeah, that one surprised me too, but it seems that he's got traction. Jalen I mean, Hood
0: Shafino I'll take. Here's your and Chris Murray, I guess, just because how well his brother did as a rookie with the Kings. I'd like but I'm th- not buying any of these five. Just telling you.
1: Well, I mean it's fair. Look three All of those them, guys are three grown. of them
0: played on horrible teams. Ohio State and Michigan guys. So I don't that does nothing for me. I need I need these guys to be winners for me to draft. NBA teams don't I know really care about that. But look at those two stiffs Michigan had last year. They're nothing now. I was right with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. I should be an NBA talent scout. Okay. Anyway. Five first-round picks. Michigan, you tell me, has the six most NCAA, NBA picks in NCAA history. Is that right? For first-rounders?
1: Well, that's what the NCAA website
0: had. All right. That's intriguing. I love my NBA draft stuff. Keep them up, Scott Ritchie. All right, no Rutgers guys. Hmm, weird. As Good <laughs> as they are every year, can't believe they don't have any first round picks.
1: It could change. Yeah. In the in the future, Steve Peichel is recruiting uh, some pretty good talent to Rutgers.
0: Well, who wouldn't want to go to Rutgers? Is you know, a year after year, they make these deep NCAA runs. Really. See so
1: You say that, but like nobody in the Big Ten makes deep NCAA runs. So. All right, there's
0: where your first mistake, not your first mistake, but you had Rutgers fifth in your, your Big Ten power pole. That's crazy. Why? Illinois sixth? Illinois behind Rutgers? Right now? Are Illinois nuts? Doesn't have, Illinois doesn't have a point guard. Are you nuts? They're going to s- get a point guard.
1: Six might be too high. Like, they need a point guard. And They're going to get one, Scott Ritchie. Don't worry. Well, yeah, but like this whole like oh it's a done deal with Ray J. Dennis thing maybe not like Indiana very much wants him and Baylor who lost all of their guards um, very much wants him it there's going to be some maybe unexpected competition because I don't know that Scott Drew looks at as it, like I- Illinois seems to be the front runner I don't think he cares he needs a guard and Ray J. Dennis is the best available now could he still wind up at Illinois obviously but uh, I don't think it's a sure thing.
0: All right, right, let's. Uh, for those of you who had not seen the edition here, we go Michigan State 1, Purdue 2, Ohio State 3. They're horrible still. Maryland, f- Maryland 4, Rutgers 5, Illinois 6. Congratulations, Scott. Northwestern 7, Wisconsin 8. Explain your top eight. I don't understand.
1: What do you not understand about that?
0: much of it (laughs) apparently about seven of them Wisconsin (laughs) what about Wisconsin I don't think they're any good they're eighth that's an NCAA tournament team in my my rankings you finish eighth in the big ten you're in the big dance
1: yeah maybe shouldn't like I think that needs some adjusting I mean it's never gonna happen because the big name conferences are always conferences are always going to get more teams but like if you watch Wisconsin last year, like they just weren't good. They're a mediocre team, and then they make some run in the NIT, and that's fine, but... I Indiana
0: mean, ninth. It's just all messed up. Why am I even looking at that? I'm just getting in a bad mood. Indiana, like Indiana's best two players aren't coming back. Everything ran through Trace Jackson Davis for three years. Trace Jackson Davis is going to be a pro, you think? He's not on your your first round list i saw cuz i don't think anyone has him in the first round i know i'm just i'm asking you a question is he a pro sure okay i mean like i think a, like in a what way pro
1: like in a come off the bench in the rotation okay first a minute type pro
0: i kind of like him i know he can't shoot
1: yeah and i mean <laughs> There just aren't a lot of roster spots available in the NBA if you can't shoot. Because everybody, for the most part, can shoot. There's a few guys that can't. But I think Trace should probably learn.
0: All right, Indiana 9, Penn State 10, Iowa 11, Michigan 12, Nebraska 13. And your favorites, the Gophers at 14. My take. You're nuts, but also nobody but Michigan State can win a title.
1: A Big Ten title or a national
0: title? National. After, I think the, f- after reading what you, you've done. I mean, I think that's fair. Illinois maybe gets there if everybody comes back in the... I the
1: mean, game. if they... they get, best case scenario, again, if they get Terrence and Coleman to come back and then they land Ray J. Dennis, I think that probably jumps them to two. I'd be tempted to put them ahead of Michigan State almost. But the Tom Izzo factor, the continuity factor, how much Illinois just didn't click offensively with a rebuilt team last year. I mean, it'll be a little bit different this year, but still still a bunch of new pieces. I don't know. I mean, best case scenario, I think Illinois is super competitive nationally. But I think everyone kind of thought that this past year, and... They were at times, won two really big games, but both of those wins were in the first month of the season.
0: All right, you uh, come up with a list of 25 things that uh, have impacted Illinois basketball in the recent months. (laughs) Great stuff. People I forget. Jaren's Howard, what's up with that? Let's start with that. Yeah. One of my favorite guys. He was on the team that magical year that I covered. (laughs) Phil (laughs) Sells. (laughs) <laughs> Elite Eight squad,
1: yeah, um, part of the Peoria pipeline, of course. Um, had a reputation as one of the best recruiters in
0: college basketball. Do you know what happened? Why he was um, why he left and is now at SIU? I do not know why he because he resigned
1: from at Texas like in August last year. So like right we- after the school year started, right. a weird time to leave, um, and then just didn't was away from basketball for a year. But, yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. But mm-hmm. it's a it's a stark change to go from being Bill Self's guy at Kansas to Texas to, no offense, SIU.
0: Good luck to Snacks. He'll do great.
1: I mean, he's got guys everywhere he's been.
0: Yep. Roger Powell Jr. Yeah, he got the lead job at my alma mater, Valpo. Kind of a tough place to win since Homer Drew pulled a. Pulled
1: yeah, I mean, since I think I mean they've only won with a Drew either on the team or on the coaching staff or both. Um,
0: He's wi- wildly popular, though I would argue, as a selection for that job.
1: Yeah, I mean, his name was out there, the last three four years maybe like as an assistant coach that people thought you know, could make the jump up when the, the coaching carousel started spinning and you know he I think he had some options in previous years to leave what Vanderbilt and Gonzaga and chose to wait till he could go back to Valpa he because he, he was at Valpo with Bryce Drew when they were competitive um Okay, I haven't been quite as much.
0: Good uh, good luck to the Rev. Beautiful Valparaiso. God's country. I
1: don't think I've ever been.
0: Yeah, you're not invited.
1: All right. It's fine. I, I try not to go to Indiana. Yeah, you're not tough enough.
0: Stick up. Travel north, all right? That's okay. Stick up in Michigan. All right, uh, tell me this, Mr. Richie, of all these players that are no longer on the roster uh, that played last year for Underwood, Lee, Melendez, Epps, who am I forgetting? Who's going to have the best year next year and why? Probably Jaden Epps.
1: I think he would have been pretty good at Illinois if he came back because he had a really solid freshman season. Um I think he fits in the Big East. Um, be interesting to see what he can do at Georgetown, but I think Ed Cooley's a really good coach, and like they need <laughs> they needed guards, and like I think he'll be a good one. I think RJ like it just depends on what his role is at Georgia. Cause I, I just don't. I mean, that's gonna be a really kind of new look team, and you go see the SEC where like everybody looks like him. And f- terms of kind of skill set, size, length, athleticism, whereas he was sort of unique in that when he was in the Big Ten, but, like, the SEC is just all wings, essentially.
0: Sky Clark uh, took to social media to say he's mentally and physically ready, back to 100%. Do you believe him?
1: Sure. Okay. I don't know if it's going to help. Like, Louisville was a disaster last year, and, like, Kenny Payne is. Got some, in theory, talented players, but I don't know. Like they won what four games, three games last year. it was awful, and they were they didn't just lose like they got destroyed. Like they weren't even competitive. It's why after one year, Kenny Payne is like on the hot seat. Um, but they're supposed to get a visit this come this weekend from Mackenzie Mbako, the best player available in the class of 2023. Was committed to Duke, um, was signed actually I think, but pulled out when Kyle Filipowski decided to return. Uh, has visited Kansas. Um, that would be another coup for Bill Self, but he just visited Indiana this weekend, so might see him in the Big Ten.
0: All right, uh, included in your Sunday stuff was catching up with Adam Miller. That <laughs> he's still playing ball to me is stunning. With the the Sun Devils now.
1: Yeah, on the move again. All right. And shouldn't be eligible to play right away because he's already transferred. And I don't think he would have graduated um, in three years. So I don't know what's going to happen there. But there's only really one workaround to get a waiver. So we'll see if there's any mental or physical health claims.
0: All right. Yeah, as you said, the portal—the uh, deadline to enter the portal still. I can't believe people still can enter the portal is happening. Uh, who are the biggest names still out there uh, besides our point guard from the MAC that Illinois might have a have their eyes on? I mean, there's quite a few
1: players still in the portal, whether they're Very good or not is, I think, uh, (laughs) debatable. But uh, some other interesting names, Um, Jordan Dingle, a guard from Penn. Um, Aziz, oh man, I'm going to butcher his last name, sorry man. Uh, Bandiego? Sure. That's not right, I'm pretty sure. But uh Utah Valley, so played with Justin Harmon last year um, with the Wolverines. Uh Defensive Player of the Year and the WAC. Uh, really good shot blocker, seven, anywhere between seven foot and seven two I've seen him listed at. Uh, Illinois is reportedly interested. Um man, there's just not a, I mean Most of the big names have committed elsewhere. Um, Let's see. This is kind of a way under the radar. Most people probably will not know this name, but A.J. Plitzewaite is a really good shooter. Out of South Dakota. Yeah, I'm scrolling here, and I'm just not... um, Alan Flanagan just entered the portal, uh, Auburn guard, but his dad got a job on staff at Ole Miss, so I imagine where he'll wind up. Um yeah. Uh okay. I mean there's a lot of dudes in there. Musa Sise, Oklahoma State, a big man. He's he's a pretty good player. But uh yeah, it's uh mostly guys that maybe fill a role. I don't think there's a ton of stars left in the portal.
0: Alright, inside of line at basketball. Next week I'll be in Las Vegas reporting on the odds that Illinois uh, will be uh, facing. This year, well, maybe we'll know more by then. I'll throw down a couple hundred bucks for you, Richie, on them to win it all. <laughs> <laughs> Is that legal? <laughs> sure.
1: I've been like, maybe don't <laughs> waste your money. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it just depends I'm mean, telling are.
0: you I'd be a rich man if it were to happen. Maybe I will. Yeah. We'll see.
1: Fun fact, I've never bet on sports.
0: Well, you Lighten up, Francis. Start wagering. No.
1: Betting on sports seems like a really good way to lose
0: right. a lot of money. It is, and it makes the games thoroughly unenjoyable <laughs> too, because you're sweating over turnovers in the first two minutes of the game, yelling at players you shouldn't be yelling at. Yeah. It's not healthy.
1: I'll just I'll stick to like playing blackjack.
0: Okay. Uh Richie's top twenty five. You are a AP top twenty five voter. We appreciate that, Scott Rich. I know you do your homework on that. Uh you have Duke at number one. There's a shocker. Well, it's going to be Duke or Kansas. Kansas 2, UConn 3. Boy, whoo. Go on a limb. But then you throw Marquette as for four. So your final four, if I am to believe you, is Duke, Kansas, UConn, and Marquette. What in the name of Butch Lee are you thinking? What in the name of Al
1: McGuire have I done? Uh, Marquette was good last year. Okay. They They lost early, right? Yeah. I mean, they lost to Michigan State, who I have at five. But... Won the Big East, and they bring back basically everyone, and it will be everyone if Olivier Maxson's Prosper withdraws from the draft, which he should because I don't think he's going to be picked. Um, yeah, just, okay. here's your just problem. Run it back, with you have
0: two Big Ten teams in your top twenty-five. USC doesn't count. All right, you have Michigan State at five and Purdue at ten.
1: Yeah. I don't think there's any no. other Big Ten team worth it. I mean again, best case scenario for Illinois, those three guys, they get those three guys. You're two back and get one. Um top twenty five team.
0: Okay. Thank you for that. So then Cal getting Bronny James.
1: One step closer to him playing for the Lakers, I guess. I don't know. LeBron.
0: Or playing here at Illinois, which would be a cool thing. A lot of folks uh, reminisced about Michael Jordan coming to see his son play at the Assembly Hall a number of times.
1: Yeah, the thing about that is I don't think Bronny is still going to be at USC when the Trojans are in the Big Ten. Because even if he's not like a one-and-done, and he might be, like he's gotten better in high school. Um, but even if he's not one and done, someone will draft him with the hope that LeBron will sign with them. <laughs> yes, 100%. That's, it.
0: That's the craziest thing I've heard all podcast, Scott Ritchie. Oh, and LeBron that says something. LeBron
1: has said multiple times, like, he wants to play with Bronny in okay. the league. And now I've seen, like, some, I think there was a. 20, 24 mock that had Bronny, like maybe in the first round. So like, maybe he's got, like, I don't, I haven't seen him in I mean I saw him in person when he was like 15. Um, but he, he has gotten better. Um, hasn't gotten a lot taller. I think his younger brother, Bryce is probably going to be the better prospect because he's already like, he's a sophomore now. Or just, just finished up a sophomore year and he's already like six, 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 seven. So has a nice shooting touch. Um, uh, Oh, yeah, like, someone will draft Bronny to get LeBron, to get 38-year-old LeBron.
0: All right, uh, one of these days we're going to have some former Illini in the NBA deep into the playoffs. I'm interested because I'm not. I mean. When is this going to happen? Yeah, I mean. Who's the next guy? Come on, I need a first-rounder. When is that going to happen again? A first-rounder? Yeah, like Uh, who? I don't know.
1: The way it looks now, I don't see one on the roster.
0: That, to me, uh, might be uh, one of the biggest reasons why uh, we always lament uh, March disasters. I know it doesn't always make a difference, but boy, it helps to have NBA players. Yeah, perplexed, Scott Ritchie. Are
1: you? Well, I was just thinking. It's like it's been a really long time since Illinois had like a good group of former Illini in the pros, and like the real pros, like the NBA pros. And even then, there was never like a ton at one time. But like what the eighties, into the early nineties, was kind of like the. If you don't go like all the way back to the, the 50s, like that was probably the peak for Illinois. And there's a lot of Illinois fans that weren't even born yet when that was the case.
0: All right, uh, good news. Uh, next Hall of Fame class is coming out uh, soon. There should be some uh, basketball players. We'll kind of touch into that next week a little bit at the University of Illinois. How many Hall of Fames is this? This this will be the seventh seventh and, class, yeah, All and right.
1: there will be up to one hundred and thirty five. Let's go, Hall of Famers
0: like that. Uh, there is recruiting at the high school level going on as the AAU circuit continues. Any good news on that front, Scotty?
1: Um, the only news is that one of the players that Illinois was pursuing and fairly, I mean, aggressively. I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, consistently. How about that? Because um, they were out watching him play for the Illinois Wolves. Cole Serta, uh Bloomington Central Catholic Guard, committed to Notre Dame. So that name is off the board in the class of 2024. Um, but Illinois continues to offer a bunch of guys, mostly in the class of 2025. Um, but been some interesting. New additions to the board uh, in the last few days. Uh, Jalen Reese, 2025 point guard out of Oak Ridge in Orlando. Uh, average as a sophomore, put up like about 14 points and eight assists per game. I like that. Um, kind of a more notable name in the class of 2024. Has a lot of interest. Uh, Chase McCarty, uh, wing out of Alabama four star recruit I don't know he's just getting involved but like Alabama's really pushing Kansas is, is in there so
0: wait go back go back to Cole Serta real quick what about him like why didn't he wi- wind, wind up at Illinois why oh, he didn't yeah
1: well Michael Shrewsbury like 45 minutes away well I mean there's a few reasons think he's um, good enough to play at Illinois yeah
0: I mean they thought so Ty Pence tore him up just saying St. Joe's our player of the year am I am I making things up no okay thank you um go ahead Notre Dame
1: so Mike Shrewsbury recruited him when he was at Penn State um turns out Michael Shrewsbury really good coach and it was something I saw that Cole said after he committed to Notre Dame don't remember in which publication but the fact that he goes to Central Catholic, they're going to Notre Dame. I he he mentioned that,
0: like come on, it was a big deal. DePaul out of the options now. Yeah, they're, okay,
1: they're more they're, Jesuit, right? What's <laughs> the Big East? Those are those are Jesuit <laughs> schools.
0: That's the craziest thing I've heard you say. All right, it, well, those is he going are, to mean, church or is he playing ball? <laughs> Both. All right.
1: I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but those are his words, not mine. Well, good for him then that's part of the reason? Well, I think the Shrewsbury thing matters. Like, he turned Penn State into something this past year. Good enough to beat Illinois three times.
0: Be interesting because Notre Dame has potential uh, to be fun to watch if the right players...
1: Yeah, well, for the most part, they're, at least this coming year, going to be the Notre Dame Nittany Lions because a lot of the guys that Shrewsbury recruited that would have been freshmen at Penn State this year have flipped to, to Notre Dame, including Kerry
0: uh, Booth. That was Calvin Booth's son. I liked Calvin Booth. Now you're talking. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Ed Bond likes Calvin Booth. How about that? All right, Richie, before I let you go, uh, un- unchain you from the podcast, jail cell, anything you want to add?
1: No, I mean, I think we hit all of the the topics. And again, it's just like April was a very busy month and May has the potential to be that, but it's also the month where you have to wait.
0: All right, every morning at 6 a.m., com. Check out what Richie writes, online-only unique content. And then, uh, again, subscribe to the News Gazette. Become a Scott Richie fan. It definitely deserves it. How about that? All right, Scotty, we'll talk to you next week.